Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Talking about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo, tabbouleh, real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil, zucchini, ziti, granola, fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Guys, welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds, but all I care about is what is in their fridge. I'm very excited about my guest today. I don't really know her that well. You might be the least known guest that I've ever had on my show, but I met her at a comedy show. She went on stage before me. I thought she was so funny. I had to go tell her how funny I thought she was. We became Instagram friends, and here she is. She's a writer for Game of Clones, Steve, host of the Madison PI podcast. She's uh, an, also a very seasoned roast writer. She's written for the roast of Alec Baldwin and Bruce Willis. Please welcome Madison Sinclair. Hi, it's nice to be here. Well, I'm very excited to have you here. Um, I, we, we were talking before we started and you keep talking about food things and I was like, save it for the pod. <laughs> but you were talking about oysters at a comedy club at the, yeah. uh, at the, at, at what, what club was it again? The stand. They had their 10 year anniversary. Um, so I went there and I, they had, I just saw they had a big ice sculpture and then they had a, a bunch of oysters laid out. And I, I, I like screamed when I saw it. I got so excited because I love oysters. Like, oh my God, oysters. And then the logic kicked in. And I was like, these oysters have probably been out since 7 p.m. It's now 1.40. And they're communal oysters? <laughs> yes. It's, a, I don't know it's an oyster that. trough. You don't want to grab from the oyster trough. Yeah, especially, I don't know. I feel like I'm like, I, I, my, my, a lot of people, my friends have stopped eating oysters. They've seen those videos about like, the stuff that lives on them. If you, if you buy it, they just bought them from a store. And then they, oh, they no. Put, Wait, so, I don't know what this, these videos are. There's these people that are like, let's see, let's order oysters. So they get at a restaurant, they get them at like a, um, at a store, they give them all these different places. Um, mm -hmm. And then they, they look at them under a micro microscope to see if there's anything living in them. And a lot, most of the time there is. Yeah, but isn't that part of the fun? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what organized organism am I taking in today? <laughs> I still love them. I feel like I'm not going to stop. I'm like, I don't, I don't really, I'm not someone who cares what I put in my body. Do you, are you like nerdy when it comes to it? Like, do you have a specific oyster that you, that you tend to like? They always like, do you want East coast flop, like East coast oysters or West coast oysters? And I'm like, I didn't know that there was beef between the oysters. <laughs> I'll take yeah, either. <laughs> it is. It is very Biggie Tupac when it comes to oysters. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the main difference is that the East Coast ones are a little more briny and funky, and the West mm -hmm. Coast ones are more buttery and and uh, dainty. I feel like they taste the same to me. I'm one of those people too that's like, I feel like wine tastes the same to me, whiskey tastes the same to me. Like I don't have like a, I don't have like an elevated palate where I can tell the difference. Well, if you couldn't tell that before, you will tell it once you see Madison's fridge, which you can see <laughs> on my Instagram at Stand Up Dan Madison. This is a very, very sad fridge. How is it sad? There's a lot of stuff in it. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, Why? it looks like you have, I hate to genderize a fridge, but this is like a single dude fridge. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I have to start by saying the Domino's pizza is not mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I was focusing on. On the bottom row, there is a Domino's pizza that is yeah. perched on top of two uh egg cartons 
two things of smoked turkey and <laughs> one thing of Smithfield bacon, like a like like the old factory farmed. Not you don't get the organic hipster bacon. You get the I want that pig that was going through hell the last three months of its life. <laughs> I don't want to kill an animal that's on a high. I would rather take it out of its misery. You know. <laughs> yeah, you did. So the pizza's not yours. The pizza's not mine. Um, I went through, I did a thing called Whole30 recently. Okay. What is um, that again? It's, it's so restrictive. I think it's actually a bit ridiculous, but I did it because my friends were all doing it. It's, um, you can only have, it's no dairy. No. By the way, that's, that's a good reason to do any diet is because your friends are doing it. My friends were doing <laughs> it. It's like They're cutting. Like... <laughs> it's, like, it's the same. Yeah, I have no, like, I'm not an individual. I'm like, okay, well, I'll do it with you. I don't care. Um, And it's, you can't have dairy. You can't have grains. You can't have gluten. You can't have soy. You can't have sugar, anything processed. So basically the only thing you can really eat is meat, vegetables, potatoes, and fruit. And Mm. the only packaged meat that you can have is that bacon in there. And the, um, that, that turkey is like, is whole 30 approved. What is what I mean, it's what's the 30? What's the 30 for? It sounds like there's five things you can eat. Oh, uh, it's for 30 days. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, okay. Got it. And so did you do it? Do you, do you feel, are you doing it now? I did it for, I did it for like 20 days and then I started cheating and then it just <laughs> you did the whole 20. Yeah, I did the whole 20. <laughs> <laughs> did you sense, did you feel any differences? Did your energy levels go up? People I feel like people in LA are obsessed with their energy levels and diets. Like I have so much energy. I guess it was like, there's sometimes where I'm like, Oh, this is nice. Cause I was, what I was doing is I was kind of a piece of shit and I was like working out and then going to get a McDonald's biscuit every morning. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I was like, re- I was like taking that away. And then I'd eat Chipotle. That's called balance time. to me. That's called hashtag balance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it just, it made sense to like eat healthier while I was on this workout kick. So I was like, Oh, this actually is kind of nice. Okay, so why'd you stop? Um, I thought because there's some stuff I thought was ridiculous. Like I, I think that I should be able to have uh, rice. I think that that's silly to not have rice. And I thought it was silly that because I, I love sushi and I couldn't have yogurt. And I was like, Yo, those are healthy things. Like that's stupid. Oh, so you've gone rogue. You've gone yeah. rogue. <laughs> You're. This is like the Protestant Reformation of diet. You're like, <laughs> we're gonna go this way now. Who's with me? <laughs> rice and yogurt. <laughs> Also, edamame is off the table. I thought that's insane. Yeah, but edamame is a, I guess it's not a fruit. I don't know. It's soy. Yeah. So you it's can't have soy. it. soy. Okay. Ugh. All that stuff is so dumb. Go back <laughs> to riding your Peloton and having your McDonald's. That's. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's go to the top row here. You have, uh, I see some Philadelphia cream cheese over here. Old school. Are you East Coast? Uh, yes, I am. I'm from okay. Orlando. Yeah. You're from where? Orlando. You're from Orlando. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Philadelphia is a very East coasty, uh, cream cheese. I think, um, is this mango? Yep. Cubed uh, mango, sliced mango. Is that for smoothies or is that just, uh, I just eat just on the go. Yeah. It's a snack. Is this another Turkey breast on the top? Does every <laughs> fucking row have Turkey breast on it? It's the only thing I could eat on that diet. So it was like whenever I didn't feel like cooking, I had to eat and I would just eat the entire sleeve of it. I would just bite into it like one big piece of, of like sliced deli meat. I would just eat my hands like that. Uh, 
Yeah, it sounds like a very healthy diet. Just cured meats. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this artichoke hearts over here? Yeah. Pickled artichoke hearts? Love. <clears throat> Big fan. Big fan. Um, what is this over here? This bag here? It's uh, cream cheese, but it's in the squeeze tube. Oh. <laughs> you have a lot of multiples of the same thing. You have seven turkey breasts. You've got like two cream cheeses. That you can deliver in, you know, in oh, different wait, no, sour ways. Cream. Sorry. Sour oh, it's cream. sour cream. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay, slightly better. And then you got the, uh, is that basic B, is that burrata or parmesan? Burrata. I love it burrata. It is burrata. Okay, I see you. Not Whole30 approved. No. They ain't doing Whole30 in Italy. Um, and then your second row here, you've got, what is this here? Oh, that's a, it's a, Caramel macchiato in a in a jug. Wait, it's a caramel macchiato in like a milk jug. It's like a milk carton. <laughs> caramel macchiato. Why does that gross me out? <laughs> it's so good. Like a fucking carton full of macchiato. <laughs> I don't drink it out of the thing. I don't down it in one sitting. <laughs> By the way, you know a macchi a macchiato initially the actual macchiato is an espresso with a tiny dollop of milk on top of it. And then Starbucks came in and they were like, nope, that's not what it is anymore. <laughs> it's a big sugary drink. And they just like completely appropriated the name Macchiato and made it their own thing. And now they're selling it. Apparently it's being sold in milk cartons. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What's this next to it? Just cold brew. Black okay, cold just brew. cold brew. And then is this like a side of guacamole from when you ordered... <laughs> A burrito or something? It no, it's those little pre-packaged ones, the little tiny ones that you put your your uh, plantain chips in. Oh, okay, got it. I mean, okay. The more we, I delve into this, this is not as bad of, as a, a fridge as I thought it was. It just needs a little like Mary Condoing. It's just like just a yeah. It feels disaster. like you just fucking open the door and just threw everything in and then closed the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you got whole milk there. Love that. You've got ketchup in the middle for some reason, not in the door. <laughs> it's like front and center. Um, and then you got your Driscoll's, your Driscoll fancy. See, this is why I'm confused. Like, there's a lot of very fancy things here, and then there's a lot, and then you got Smithfield bacon. <laughs> I don't, I don't get this. Um, I'm a person of the people. You're a person of the people. You're like kind of a person of the people, though. <laughs> uh, what's this one here? I love Amazon Kitchen, um, even though I hate supporting Amazon. They they have these like pre-made meals that come. So they have like this. It's chicken. It's already marinated. And they're like, oh, six really? Off. Yeah. And you just put it in the oven. Oh, I didn't know that. Amazon's going after like the uh, Trader Joe's like, like good frozen meal stuff. Is it good? Yeah, it's great. And it's not frozen either. It's just like they just you, can't, you have, The only thing that sucks is you have like two days to eat it. Um, OK, it's just cold. It's just cold. It's yeah. not frozen. Yeah. Um, very, you know, okay. Not, not a bad fridge. Um, I will say, though, that the, the more fun, I think, is the... Oh, the outside of it? Yes. The most exciting part here, the, the outside of your fridge is very exciting for many, many reasons. <laughs> Honk if you love titty bats. Titty bats. Titty bats. Titty bats are everywhere. Can you tell me what titty bats are? It's this company that um, they make these cute T-shirts and I told them I love their company and I said, oh, I'm going to. And then I, I made an order 
And they okay. said, oh, I'll throw in some free stuff. And they gave me a fuck ton of stickers. And every time I get a sticker, I just put it on my fridge. I love it. Titty bats. There's titty bats everywhere. Um, and then there is a calendar here, which has <laughs> literally <laughs> nothing on it. <laughs> you have nothing going on. That's why I'm, that's why I'm on here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm so happy that we made time for you. So is food a big part of your life? Is it a thing that, uh, that, uh, that you give a lot of thought to? Are you a restaurant person? Like where, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I'm actually, I, I really don't give a shit about food. I feel like I'm one of those people that's like, like I, I like to, if I find a meal I like, I will have it every single day for three months and I'm never get tired of it. I like the predictability of it. Um, I'm not someone who's like a foodie or anything like that. <clears throat> so like a meal at a restaurant that you like, you'll just order that nonstop. Yeah. Or if I find like a little meal that I can make up that I like, like I got really into make searing tuna and putting on sticky rice. I would do it every day for three months. Interesting. That's a, f- I could see that being a fun, fun little, uh, what are some other little trends that you've fallen in love with? Uh, I like, spicy tuna over crispy rice there's like this place down like right across from me that sells it and i got that every day for months and months like i think six months i think i lost weight because all i was eating was like spicy tuna and rice like i think it's healthy that is uh, a way more fun whole 30 if it's like for 30 <laughs> days you can only have spicy tuna and crispy rice you would have fucking you'd be like the next uh what's that what's that diet person's name the one who came up with skinny margaritas Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna say I'd be the the what is it the Fogel guy from from Subway. <laughs> yeah, you'd be Jared, the <laughs> child Jared. molesting. <laughs> what if the whole time that was actually what was making him lose weight was all that child molesting? It had nothing to do with the sandwiches at all. <laughs> it was the cardio he was getting from masturbating to kiddie porn. I mean, that would make more sense because I don't understand how anyone loses weight off Subway. It's like. <laughs> clearly not good for you something was up there something <laughs> we knew something was up it it's makes the a lot chase of the kids yeah they're fast it's the ch- <laughs> <laughs> they're fast they're fa- we're not okay just a disclaimer we're not endorsing a child molester diet here on green eggs and den however we are saying that it probably will work <laughs> but it's not an endorsement um you know, I think that the crispy rice with spicy tuna is a very L.A. thing because it started there, I think, because you have a lot of sushi and you have a lot of Persians and Persians do this thing with crispy rice called tadig. And I have a feeling like a sushi chef once went to a Persian guy's house for dinner and was like, oh, I can put spicy tuna on top of this and it'll be amazing. And it's like one of those like amazing fusion cuisines that could only be invented in L.A. That makes sense because they, they really don't have it in, uh, in like Japan or anything like that. Yeah, no, you shouldn't go to Japan and be like, can I get some crispy rice for the sushi? <laughs> uh, so what are some other tre- uh, fun food trends that you've, gotten, that you've gone down? I guess burrata, I could see getting addicted to having a lot of burrata. That was like an obsession for a while. And then I found out there's a burrata house. Really? Burrata house. Yeah, it's like this restaurant that only sells things with burrata on it. Huh. Well, so I went on that. I'm lactose intolerant, but I was eating it like twice a day. <laughs> oh, God, they must love you at that restaurant. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> It's her, guys. <laughs> She's coming back. <laughs> Open the oh, windows. I, <laughs> I feel like at the sticky rice place, I mean, at the crispy rice place, they were like almost like they thought it was weird. 
because like no one orders the same thing every day all the time. Like, I think they were like concerned for me that this is only because it's like not a complete diet. Like you should have greens or something else. But I don't know. I don't know. What if it's (laughs) what if it's one of those perfect foods like you could last? I've been watching. Have you watched that show alone? No. Oh, it's like it's a show that suddenly got pretty viral because it just moved to Netflix. But it's like they put these people out into like the forest alone and whoever can survive the longest wins and they have nothing on them. And like, you think it's going to be exciting and they're all going to like hunt bears and this and that, but they're all just like eating berries for like 60 days. And they're fine. So if they're fine on a fucking berry, I'm sure these spicy tuna. <laughs> spicy well, they tuna. Think you can survive off potatoes. You think so? Is that a, is that a perfect no, food? Thanks. Yeah, it's a perfect food. Like it has all the nutrients that you need to survive. You can have potato every day for the rest of your life. You'd be fine. I feel like you get a lot of your information off of like TikTok. Like first, <laughs> the oyster thing that you had was pretty TikTok-y. Um, I imagine the recipe for spice. There was a TikTok-y recipe going on uh, for a while, which was like taking rice and then salmon and mayonnaise and like mixing it together and making like a thing. Did you see that one? No, it sounds good, though, even though I hate mayonnaise. You don't like mayo? You're one of the anti-mayo people. It's so gross. When I was growing up, they had that, it was one, you know, they had those parody, like scary movie kind of movies that were epic yeah. movies. They had one scene where she's like losing all the weight. She has to get liposuction. They suck all the fat out of her and then they put it in mayonnaise jars and put it on the shelves and it just stuck with me. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just so gross to me. It's like, a, also, I don't, I don't like any white sauces. Huh. No yeah. white sauces. Little. Not a fan little racist but uh (laughs) wait no white sauces all right let's go down the list of amazing white sauces so no tzatziki no no tahini no no uh that like nebulous white sauce that you get at shawarma places when you're like uh white sauce hot sauce no white none of that no no ranch a mayonnaise no ranch no mayonnaise no what about that whipped garlic stuff that you get at zanku chicken no. Wow. Just because of the color? Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You need to get bamboozled. You know, like, red velvet, red velvet cake is just chocolate <laughs> cake that has red food coloring, and people are like, oh, I, like, I don't like chocolate cake, but I like, love red velvet cake. It's chocolate cake. Yeah. So just bring food coloring with you when you go to the restaurants <laughs> and put it into the sauces. Maybe it would change it. I don't know. I know that a portion of how you... Like they found like a portion of how you like appreciate food or how you taste is how it looks. So that is part of like our brain chemistry and how we enjoy food. Yeah, but you're okay with yogurt and you're okay with burrata, which are also creamy white things. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) The creamy, such a gross word. This is very gross. This is is going off the rails real quick. (laughs) (laughs) When we started, when you start with, with the Jared losing weight because he was a child molester <laughs> there you're not there's nowhere there's no way to go but up um i want i want to get you to eat some of these white sauces but is it literally just the color that bothers you or or is it just happen to be that you don't like those i think and i just don't like, to be white and they're like they tend to be creamy and they okay tend to got like it sure of it yeah so it's a creaminess you're not into yeah, I like like a if I like a sauce, it's like a Polynesian sauce, a sweet and sour sauce, like a a citrus lime sauce. I like like a vinaigrette. Like I like like a light sauce. Like I don't like the texture to be too thick. 
What about like a like a penne la vodka? Do you like the vodka sauce? Oh yeah, I like that. That's cream sauce. Boom, busted. <laughs> but it's not white. You literally, <laughs> you just want the cream to be colored a different color. It's red colored. I think this is just like me. This is just slowly like me revealing that I have autism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm oh. weird about textures, and I will eat the same thing for. <laughs> On a very special Green Eggs and Dan, <laughs> we, we discover Madison Sinclair is eating on, this, eating on the spectrum. <laughs> oh, my God. Dining on the spectrum is going to be the, uh, the sequel to Love on the Spectrum. It's just getting chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock chicken nuggets. I always have a bag of chicken nuggets in my freezer, and I mm. love them. Uh, huge chicken nuggets guy. It's in fact that's my go-to dish. Dish. I was gonna say dish at McDonald's. <laughs> that's my go-to dish at the Golden Arches. Um, it is what I order at McDonald's all the time. Is chicken nuggets. I like um because I was like I wanted to like cut down my meat consumption, but I didn't want to get rid of having meat because I feel like it's like impossible to do like to be healthy for me. Um, yeah. so I I tried to get the uh, the meat-free ones, like this meat-free spicy nuggets. And they're so good. I was eating them all the time. Is it like impossible? Is it one of those um, or is it like a soy type thing? I, I don't know the brand of it specifically, but I think it's, it's, I think it might be soy. Mm. No, I really? like, I want to, I want a chick. I want to, I don't even want a chicken tender. I want a nugget. <laughs> I want chicken parts that were put in a blender <laughs> and shaped in a weird, <laughs> weird like oval. Yeah, like a dinosaur. Yeah. Yes. I want a T-Rex shaped piece of chicken. Just to really cho- show that chicken who's boss. Look yeah. what we're doing to your species. <laughs> Real macchiato versus fake Starbucks macchiato. Guess what? Starbucks has a page on their website devoted to how they came up with this invention. Just to recap, a macchiato is a shot of espresso touched with a dollop of foam. The word macchiato means stained or marked because you're marking the espresso with a little milk. Cool, right? Well, leave it to Starbucks to fuck with romantic Italian food poetry. The Caramel Macchiato debuted in the fall of 1996, and it was developed by employee Hannah Sue to mark Starbucks' 25th anniversary. She finally decided on this recipe, a shit ton of milk, vanilla syrup, espresso, and caramel sauce in a crosshatch design, just like a grandma used to make in the old country. On the website, they say they are marking the drink with caramel sauce, just like the traditional macchiato marks the espresso with milk. Okay, so now we can put something on something and call it a macchiato? Great, I'm gonna order some french fries macchiatoed with some ketchup. Or, no, I'm gonna have some cereal macchiatoed with some milk. Or a friggin' pizza macchiatoed with some pepperoni. (sighs) Sorry guys, I've been up a very long time. I could use a macchiato. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Guys, fall is in full swing. Getting weeknight dinners right is easier than ever with every plate. It's America's best value meal kit. Not one of these expensive, fancy, schmancy ones, okay? The food's awesome. It's cheap. 
I'm very impressed with it. When your days get jam-packed, every plate will help you get delicious meals on the table without breaking them bank. You can skip your weekly trip to the grocery store, too. If you think meal kits are too expensive, think again. Think again, I say. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. With food prices at the grocery store going up, you can count on every plate to be a great value week after week. The quality ingredients, they come pre-portioned to help you save money, reduce food waste. You know, like that bag of spinach you throw out every week. I see you. I've already gotten some of these meals. I think they're fantastic. They're easy to follow. The recipes are great. The quality of the product is great. And it is super duper cheap. I'm very impressed with every plate. Get your first box for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code GREENEGGS149. All right, that's everyplate.com, code GREENEGGS149. Okay, I'm going to get to the questions that I ask every guest towards the middle of the of this show, starting with, what is your earliest food memory? My earliest food memory, I would say, I guess it was that I would eat Chick-fil-A every single day as a kid, and I would oh. have Dining on the spectrum. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember being like obsessed with that. And I would I would like ask for it every day and and obviously not Sundays, but she would she would let me have it. Is that a Florida thing? Was Chick-fil-A big in Florida? And now I'm like boycotting it because they're funding a genocide uh, in Africa. Um, And I was like, here's the thing, though, like how far I give people a lot of leeway if they make something delicious that I like. Like they could be anti-Semitic. I'll be fine. Like I've I've gotten barbecue from the place in the South that like has the Confederate flag and they're like like veiled anti-Semitism. I'm like, I get it. I get it. You don't want my kind, but I hear they make the best ribs. So I have to support this. I don't know. I just I think it was like at first it was like, oh, okay, like the owner doesn't like gay people. That's whatever. And then right. uh, then it got like then they started putting money over to like uh, in Africa, like for these, this like place that was like funding a, a, like a gay genocide. And they were like doing all this stuff. Like their money was going into like anti-gay, anti-trans legislation and stuff. But I was like, okay, right. now they're having a real effect. And I'm just like, I don't want to support them, but I, I do still buy the sauce. <laughs> like, the sauce and then I, I love that. Own- that's your, that's you being, that's you being an activist. You're like, I, I will not get the sandwich. I'll make that myself. <laughs> But mama needs the sauce. <laughs> uh, I love that even a genocide isn't enough to keep you away from that sauce. It's just so good. How good does your sauce have to be to be like, yeah, you know, that Adolf Hitler guy, I know he's bad, but man, those, uh, those, uh, German, <laughs> that German potato <laughs> sa- salad he makes. It's so delicious. <laughs> um, what is your death row meal? So let's think of a reason you are on death row. Mm, okay. You, uh, you, uh, it's probably going to be for killing the owner of Chick-fil-A. Ta- you're going to take a bunch of his sauces. You're going to murder him uh, and <laughs> you're caught. And as much as you try to plead your case, uh, you're, you're going to be put to death. You're going to be put to gay death. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, what is your death row meal? I would have, I'm a big steak and potatoes girl. So mm. I'd probably get like a prime rib with a loaded baked potato. So you're a prime rib person over a getting a ribeye. Yeah. 
Interesting. Is that first of all, you should know that that steak is the number one requested death row meal. Everyone, oh, everyone yeah. loves steak, including myself. Um, but I'm I'm a little I'm I'm we're putting a pin in that <laughs> because the prime rib. I'm curious because prime rib has a much I love prime rib, but it has a, a softer texture. You don't have that crust necessarily that you get from a ribeye. Um, why do you choose prime rib? It's just so good and like tender. And I, I, I hate that you can only get it some days on like one day a week at restaurants. Right. Yeah. It's my favorite. I just like that. It's a kind of fatty. I don't know. It's true. It's kind of like a sneaker drop. The prime rib. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got to be here on Sunday. <laughs> Whereas the ribeye, you can get a ribeye anytime, anytime, anywhere. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. I like I that. Looking. It's like, the, it's like the supreme of meat cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So prime rib potatoes. And then I would get spice. I would get spicy tuna, crispy rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I would get hmm, a michelada. Interesting. I love a michelada. Really? <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. I've never really got. So michelada is beer and clamato. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, there are some people put clamato in them. The more like authentic version of it doesn't put clamato in it. They just put hot sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Lime juice. I don't know if I said hot sauce, but it's like you. Um, and then they put like the tahini on it. And they put the tahini around the, the side. Right. And like they'll do it without putting uh, tomato juice in it. But there's I've had it both ways. Interesting. Are you like a Michelada like connoisseur? Do you seek them out? Or you um, just have your way? I, I imagine you just have your way that you like it. I think it's just what happened was I, you know, Mike Lawrence. Yeah. I was watching his dog and he lives in like. um he lives in like a, a, like a really like, there's like all these like really like authentic Mexican restaurants around them. Mm-hmm. And I went like every day and I like befriended the whole staff and they had the best micheladas and I got so obsessed. And then, and then I was getting them like every single day. Mm. I, again, micheladas on the spectrum. This yeah. is, <laughs> I love, I've never gone into, I've never had a michelada phase. I'm not against it though. I think they're, they're pretty good. fun. They're pretty fun. It sounds like a fun concept. Like, Take a beer and kind of turn it into like a like a Mexican Bloody Mary in a way. Yeah. And they're spicy. They're great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, is that it for death row? Um, I'll have to get a dessert, right? I'll go a lava yeah. cake. A chocolate lava cake? Mm-hmm. Interesting. From a certain place or just any lava cake? From Morton's. From Morton's? Yeah. Interesting. Do they have the best one? I don't think I've had it there. It's between them and, you know, Roy's. What's Roy's again? Is that that like Hawaiian? It's like a Hawaiian chain. Yeah, it's like a Hawaiian steakhouse. Right, right, right. We used to go every year for my birthday. It's like a like the it's like our special occasion place because it's like expensive, but it's good. I love gl- growing up in Florida. Everything is just like we went to this chain on this occasion <laughs> and the other chain for the other occasion. <laughs> Although you're from you're from Orlando. Yeah. Was there, is Burns Steakhouse in Orlando or in Tampa? Do you know that place? It, yeah, Burns. I, oh, Burns is in Tampa. Tampa, that was like our really nice, like we're really going to fucking treat ourselves spot. And we would get, sometimes we would get a limo and we'd go out there because it's like an hour away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Burns Steakhouse has such a sweet place in my childhood because I mm-hmm. went there with my family when I was a kid. And I remember being like, this is luxury. <laughs> and it really is a wild place, like in the middle of Florida. I mean, it's like, it's like you feel like you're, I don't know how to describe it, but like, you feel like you're in an old, like, plantation. 
kind of. Like there's a lot of like wood and leather and they're like, you're going to start off in this room and then you're going to go to the other room and there's like a dessert room. And then there's like the wine list I remember was like, it looked like, like war and peace. It was like an enormous book. Yeah. I don't know. The place was just like, it felt like a little bit like Leonardo DiCaprio's place in Django Unchained. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) it just feels like crazy, like ridiculously opulent for no reason. And there's all there's so many wines and they they store the wines in the wall. So when you walk through the wines everywhere and it's just like and it's kind of part of the decor as well. I had a baked Alaska there for the first time in my life, Nice, which is like it's like ice cream. And I think there's meringue on top of it. And then they light it on fire. It's just like. For no reason. It's just like, we're rich. Let's do it all. It's like a dumb, opulent dessert. I love when they set anything on fire. I'm with you. Um, I like a I like at Benihana when they when they get a little pyro out of control. Yeah. I like the volcano. Um I like the fajitas when they sizzle through the restaurant. It's not quite on fire, but you know. I like a performance. And I like if my drink comes I'm like if a drink comes on fire, I don't care what's in it. I'm yeah, wondering. you're like, I will burn my eyebrows. <laughs> drinking <laughs> this thing. Interesting thing about the lava kick. It was actually uh, it was it started off as a mistake. There was a restaurant in New York, Jean Georges or a chef in New York, Jean Georges, who cooked a chocolate cake and he his sous chef made it and it was like completely undercooked. And he saw that it was served to the rest to the table and he freaked out and ran to the table and they were like, we love this. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And that's how the lava cake was invented. I'm full of dumb fun facts that make me no money. Um, what is the best high-end meal you've ever had? Oh, I went to um, what, Sushi Park. Oh, wow. Sushi Park in L.A. on Sunset and yep. La Cienega. It's in a little tiny strip mall on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And what so was the occasion? Oh, just my friend Cena. He's um, Chappelle's manager. I don't know if you ever met him. He was like, okay. you want to go eat? And I was like, sure. And he's like, you want to go to Sushi Park? I'm like, I would love to go to Sushi Park. We went to Sushi Park. Oh, my God. Sushi Park on someone else's dime is the best Sushi Park. (laughs) It's redonkulously expensive, but it's probably, in my opinion, the best sushi you can get in L.A. It's incredible. I love I'm a sushi snob. So I I love like, I don't know. It's like the most authentic sushi that I've had in L.A. Yeah. Um, And I remember like Cena didn't want to get sake because he's like so afraid it would like fill him up. And he also didn't want to change his palate for it because it's so good. Oh my god! So you yeah. guys were just like no booze, just I would just want to fill up on on sushi. Oh, I was boozing it, but he was. <laughs> okay, good. At least one of you were. Um, you were like, "Can I get a michelada with this?" <laughs> They're like, "No." <laughs> um. All right, fine. Just put everything on crispy rice then. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best low end meal that you've ever had? So this can be like a street taco. It can be your beloved Chick Fil A. I know that you love them and their politics. It can be, <laughs> you know, something low end. Low end. I would say, hmm. I would say there's this uh that Mexican place that I went to by Mike's house. Mm. The best burrito. Any idea what the name is? We like to to give restaurants love. Um. Oh, H H O. I'm I'm like saying this like a condescending white woman at Chipotle. <laughs> El H O. H O in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so H E. Oh, H O in Mexico. Got it. I see yeah. it in El Sereno. Doesn't have great reviews, but they're wrong. Okay. Yeah. Good. Hey, I'm all I'm I'm all for proving Yelp wrong. That's why we're here. Now here's the question though. Will you put a Yelp review, like a five star, and be like, these are wrong, or you're just gonna 
keep it to yourself. Maybe I should now just because I feel bad because they're really never that busy. Yeah. Give it to them. Come on. Give them that love. And if anyone here is listening and you've been there and you love it, give them five stars. Get them back up there. Um, you know what's fucked up is a lot of people's Yelps went down during the pandemic because people are like, I ordered my food and they were backed up. This place is ridiculous. It's like, yeah, they're trying to not die. First off, <laughs> like give them a break. They're um, understaffed. Yeah. yeah, they're understaffed. Three people just died. Let them. Sorry, it's taking you. They're still pulling the body out of the restaurant. Let them take five more minutes to get your dumb wet burrito out. You idiot. Half the people there are grieving. Lost yeah, their yeah. I showed up there and it was just full of these memorial candles. I had to walk over to get my burrito. It's a fire hazard. Uh, um, you seem to like the sauce as much as I like the sauce. So what is your favorite drunk food? Um, I would say potato skins from. Whoa. I love a loaded potato skin. From where? From uh, Saddle Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is something that's never been mentioned on this podcast. So I love a loaded potato skin as well. And it's probably one of those things that I never get. But when I do, I'm like, gosh, darn, I should I should be having more of this in my life. That was another food that I had every day and I gained 15 pounds. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that is that is not life sustaining. Although maybe it is. It's got potato like you saw in the TikTok video and it's got cheese. Um, at the Saddle Ranch of all places. Yeah. I um, love so the Saddle Ranch is a place in L.A. that has a mechanical bull. That's all you got to know. That tells you everything you need to know about the Saddle Ranch. And I, I wouldn't imagine that their food is good there. Is it good? It's pretty good. I don't, I don't, that's the only thing I ever eat there is potato skins. And I was getting the potato skins so much and they knew me that they were like throwing in free stuff because I get it every day. They're throwing in like, uh, like cookies and stuff like that. Oh my God. <laughs> They're like the weird chick is back. <laughs> she just shows up at like 4 PM at Saddle Ranch. <laughs> like a weird time. Oh man. Um, did you ever get on the bull there? Of course, yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like sometimes they are a little meaner to women. Oh, yeah. Because it's of like course. this girl that runs it, and she's just like like slamming it, but then a guy goes on it, and I feel like she's a little gentler with them. Um, or if it's, it's the other way around, if it's a guy operating it, he'll try to make it all like sexy for no reason. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. for a reason. It's for, yeah. <laughs> it is for a reason. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, I decided to go back and forth. To show, to show her thong as her fucking shorts went up. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite hangover cure? Um, I would say when I'm hungover, I guess I just lay in my tub and uh, eat. Just like eat. Like I get a breakfast burrito from Einstein's. Ah, see, breakfast burrito is my hangover cure as well. I've never gotten it from Einstein's. Einstein's is like a bagel place, isn't it? Yes, they have a chorizo that that actually might be my favorite low end meal too because I, I was getting that breakfast burrito every day. I still kind of do. Um, so good. The chorizo breakfast burrito. Really? Yeah. They and they also support gay genocide, which is crazy. <laughs> just to sh- just to show you how good the foods are coming from these. From Einstein, <laughs> isn't Einstein? Aren't they a couple Jews? Hey, Jews can have gay genocide too. Okay, don't be anti-Semitic. 
We can do everything anyone else can do. <laughs> um, who is your favorite celebrity food personality? So this can be like an Anthony Bourdain. It can be like, you know, uh, Ina Garden. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. That Guy tracks. Fieri. Yeah. Really? It's He's funny. I think Guy Fieri went through such a phase of like everyone hated him and now everyone loves him. He seems so beloved. He's such a nice guy. Like everyone makes fun of him because he has like stupid hair and he's like likes like really unhealthy food. But he like does a lot of good for like like he like it has this like he has a bunch of charities and he gives back to like a lot of restaurants and, and yeah. he helps like 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 school children. Like he has a thing about getting them books and stuff like. He seems like, like a genuinely nice guy. He's like a very good guy. He doesn't like advertise it. Like people just find out randomly. Like, hey, did you know Guy Fieri? Like, <laughs> like, like was was at Katrina? Like he built the levees himself to like after <laughs> Katrina. It's like what? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He put he, he put a mask on. He didn't want anyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the tips though. The frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Guy Fieri is a good guy. I feel like after Bourdain died. Everyone suddenly was like, all right, now. Because I think Bourdain <laughs> talks so much shit about Guy Fieri probably killed Anthony Bourdain and now everyone can love <laughs> love him freely. Desert Island food. So oh, this is good for you because you have these kind of fixations with one food. You're on a desert island. There's one food that you're never gonna get tired of for your whole life. What's it gonna be? Spicy tuna, crispy rice. Crispy rice, yeah, I figured. Do you have one that you prefer? Like Katsuya, I think, was the originator of that in LA. I actually don't like Katsuya. Um, and I don't like, there's a place called Crispy Rice that mm. you get in a box. I don't like theirs. The yeah, only it's, one a little, I like. it's a little on the nose there. You're trying too hard, <laughs> Crispy Rice. <laughs> well, it's just weird. They specialize in it. And it's the worst one I've had. Okay, cool. Give me the uh, best one. At the, uh, Yuko. Yuko? Yeah. What's Yuko? Is this another three-star Yelp gem that you're throwing out <laughs> on my podcast? <laughs> it's, uh, Yuko is like a Japanese... I guess it's, I don't know if it's, it's, it's not, it's like a Japanese fusion, I guess, but I don't really know what it's fused with. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah. It, they have four and a half on Yelp. Yuko really, Kitchen? Yeah. Just a little small business. They have two locations um, and uh, they're super nice there. And they give, and it's like really big pieces of crispy rice. Like I like when it, it's like a big square instead of those little tiny. Yeah. This looks awesome. This looks good. Okay. I approve of that one. Um, not that I don't know El Hecho. <laughs> but just a little suspicious um what food can you not you can't stand eating is there a food you can't stand eating um i i don't like all i don't this is this is controversial i hate all indian food all indian food the entire cuisine yes the entire from the whole subcontinent <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's not that controversial i could see indian food being tough for some people is it the spice that gets you or is it just the the actual the flavors you're just not you, you don't dig them or is it your uh, is it your racism? Which one is it? <laughs> the flavors, <laughs> the spices, or the racism? <laughs> I think it's uh. So I know curry is not one spice, but a collection of spices. But I feel like as a collection of spices, I just don't. Re I just don't like it, and then yeah. I don't like the like the like the butter chicken. I don't like like a saucy chicken. Like I feel like a lot of it's very sauce heavy. Um, Interesting, because that the butter chicken is an example of a cream sauce, a red cream sauce, like a vodka sauce that you don't like. No, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> and actually, this makes a lot of sense because a lot of the bases for Indian dishes are is cream. And you're kind of you're on that anti cream kick. 
and I've, and everyone's like, no, but you got to try whatever this dish. And like, I went, when I was in London there, I went, there's this like Michelin star restaurant that we went to. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to give it a try. This is the best Indian food like in London. I went there and I didn't like it there either. So I'm like, okay, I think I can cross it off my list that I don't think that this place that you go to in LA is any better. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just don't like it. Uh, I'm okay with that. Look, Indian food, Indian food. That is an understandable. So, so I have a couple food aversions that people are like, you could, but you got to try, like, I can't get down with pickled herring. Like I kind of oh, hate it. And everyone's like, you got to try it at this place. I'm like, no, I fucking hate it. I'm going to hate it there too. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. It's like, oh, I hate it differently maybe, but I still hate it. <laughs> um, okay. So now we're on to my favorite question, uh, which is what is your restaurant pet peeve? Hmm. You can have more than one. Oh, I, I like when they, when they act like it's weird that I'm there alone. Ah, interesting. Yeah. You hate, you hate it when they do that. I like, cause I, there's some places that are like weird about it. Yeah. But I feel like I like to eat alone. I like to do my work. I like to like, it doesn't bother me or even if it's like a good meal, like I don't, I'll have a book. Like I don't care, but they, sometimes they're weird about it. So they'll just be like, uh, are you waiting for your, the, the rest of your party? <laughs> yeah. Or they'll be like, Oh, by yourself. What's a pretty girl like you doing by yourself? Oh, come like, on. <laughs> what are you on? Like a, like a, like in fucking Louisiana in the 1950s? <laughs> Big station like that. What's a pretty girl like you doing alone in a place like this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, All the yeah. time. They'll be like, oh, like, what are you doing alone? You don't have any friends? I'm like, I have friends. I'm just eating. <laughs> 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 they like prove it open your instagram how many friends you have <laughs> um yeah i could see that being being annoying i love eating alone i don't it's funny i when i travel alone a lot i like traveling alone and i eat alone obviously when i travel alone and it's such an adventure because you'll meet people and you know it's it's always kind of fun but when i'm in la for some reason when i'm home i i'm like so frightened to eat alone because they judge you Maybe because they judge me. Yeah. I don't know. I always travel alone too. And people are always like, they act like, oh, it's so dangerous or whatever. And it's really not. Like, I feel like I usually like when I go abroad, I'm by myself. And I feel like I experience like the country more authentically because like people that live there will go up and talk to you if you're by yourself. But if you're in a group or if you're in a couple, they're not going to go and say hi to you. But if you're by yourself, like people are more friendly and they'll show you like spots. It's just a more authentic thing. It also probably matters where you travel to. Like, I imagine if you went to Afghanistan by yourself, it wouldn't be <laughs> the best trip ever. Also, like, I, I go backpacking a lot. And one of my friends is like, hey, I'm like you. I'm going alone to Cancun. I'm like, no, you're not. I would never go to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't get go backpacking in a resort town. That's not it's just sad. Like, it would right. be all the couples and families and then you by yourself with a margarita. I'm going backpacking to a sandals resort in Jamaica. <laughs> what? You're just taking a backpack instead of a suitcase. That's not backpacking. <laughs> like, what culture are you experiencing in Cancun, Mexico? <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, took a nice long hike today to Carlos and Charlie's. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, Madison, this has been such a delight. Uh, thank you so much for being on this. Uh, tell all the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Madison Sinclair or TikTok at Madison Comedy. Or you can buy my shorts, my booty shorts. At yes, you've got very funny booty shorts. Yeah. <laughs> she has very funny booty shorts. 
on bots so people read them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, Madison. This is delightful. Go and enjoy your crispy rice and sushi. There's really good stuff in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs>